0: Welcome back, everybody. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How long has it been?
1: At least a month, maybe a year. I
0: think it's been more.
1: Yeah, it's been a very long time.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Christy. I'm Michael. And we are Terror and Tacos sometimes. Sometimes Sometimes we're Terror and Tacos, and sometimes we are just beat down Mm -hmm. by the man.
1: Today we're just terror and caffeine, just yeah. chugging coffee.
0: Yeah, we didn't. We haven't even had a chance to go get tacos. No. We're just like, get, bring me a coffee, please, because I'm going to die.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, what have you been up to? Man,
1: just, <laughs> I wish I had something exciting. To say. I've just been working like uh, all the time. I all know. All the time. Me too. Yeah.
0: Me too. Just trying to, now that theater's back.
1: <sighs> it's back. It's, it's doing back, it. y'all.
0: People are doing it. And so, yeah, trying to just kind of like bring people back into the theater. What's that wonderful quote from Slings and Arrows? That's like nobody, uh, Few, nobody.
1: Fewer people go to the theater than listen to the radio and, and nobody, nobody listens, listens to, to the radio. radio.
0: I love that. <laughs> I feel that every day.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, it's so we've been, we've been busy. We've been very busy. People have reached out.
0: People have reached out to us and have been like, "Where are you?" Which is
1: very nice, Um, but
0: also, why
1: don't don't, don't you pay me? Yeah, write a check. Could you could you give me a million dollars? Could
0: you give me a million dollars? And then I promise you, this is all I will do.
1: We'll go five shows a week. Yes, I mean just like we like
0: we used to.
1: Yeah, I mean i i uh, it's it's a shame. Like we've both been so busy and just been working. Like it's even been. It sounds so stupid, but like I haven't even had a lot of time to watch stuff. Me neither. And when I do have time, I normally just put on something I've seen a million times. Something so that's I'll, comfortable, yeah, right? so I can just zone out. Right. And, um,
0: Yesterday, I, I I just put on I know what you did last summer for like I don't know the hundredth time sure. in the past month. just because like I like that movie and I'm like I'm it's
1: comfortable. Yeah, and you don't really have to pay attention, right? You know, just yeah. it's
0: it's really sad
1: yes the state of affairs i just this work thing come on
0: i know it's
1: it's wrong
0: oh my gosh i was going to ask you something and it flew out of my head it was related to work and related to um who knows it'll come back sure uh so okay so what are we talking about today
1: (laughs) we're gonna talk about a movie that was kind of marketed as a horror It was kind movie. of marketed.
0: Listen, we haven't even had a chance to go see
1: Scream. No, I mean, this is how busy we are.
0: We've made a few dates and made like, maybe we can go, maybe we can go. We have not had a time. And I'm, I'm, it makes me sad. I just want it to be fucking streaming.
1: Yeah, just put, for the love of God. For the love of God. I will pay streaming. $20. Yes, I mean, and I've been doing this, like, just put it on streaming. It's got to. It's got to happen soon. Yeah, I've, I don't even remember the last time I was at a movie theater. Mm-mm. I couldn't tell you. Um, so yeah, it's it's. Yeah. But we did a few weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, this was several weeks ago. Several weeks ago, the four of us hung out and and we watched a film. <laughs> I'm already laughing. I know. Called Benedetta.
0: Benedetta, blessed
1: virgin. Yes, and it is something it's wacky
0: <laughs> it is just a wacky laugh a minute riot <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of marketed as a horror movie yeah i
1: mean it it, it is it's, sen- it, it's well, and it's certainly grotesque it's absolutely it is definitely that um it is set at a convent mm-hmm. so you know you've got some
0: in the 15th in the century? Yes,
1: yeah, so like our old timey content, old di- yeah. convent. And so we're like, okay, nuns, one of the nuns is having, we know she's gonna have some visions. Uh huh. So maybe it's haunting. It is haunting, but it maybe is. not for the right reason. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So we all watched it and we're just sort of in, uh, I mean, just kind of stunned for most of the time. Yeah, we were stunned time.
0: for the whole time. And we we should mention that it isn't in, entirely in French. Mm hmm. Uh, so it, it has subtitles, but whatever. We don't care about that at Tarantacos and no. neither do our listeners because no. we watch movies from everywhere. Yes. Um, but who
1: directed this film, Christy? Paul
0: Verhoeven. Paul
1: Verhoeven.
0: Paul Verhoeven wrote it also.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: and it is a Paul Verhoeven
1: yeah, for f- maybe for the young people, uh, what is Paul Verhoeven sort of most famous for? Uh,
0: RoboCop? Yeah. And Showgirls? Yes. Did, yeah, he did do Showgirls.
1: Oh, absolutely. Showgirls yeah. is a Verhoeven joint. Man. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> RoboCop is what he's most famous yeah, for. Yeah, kind of what made him um, famous over here. What is it? Uh, team Team, um, is it Team America? What is it? Am I wrong about that? No, I'm wrong. It's something. Not Team America. It's this one about space right? Sure.
1: I don't know. I, yeah. I know him mainly from obviously from RoboCop, Robocop. And, and showgirls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Oh, he might, he did. Uh, yes. I know. What it's
0: not team America. No, it's he, the one it, about something. about Fighting
1: spi- fight the bugs.
0: Yeah. The big giant bugs. Yeah.
1: Which I actually is probably my favorite. For it's pretty movie. great. I mean, look, yeah. listen,
0: I'm going to say it and starship troopers, starship troopers. Why did I say team America? Eh. And it doesn't matter. Um, Because I'm old, Michael, and I drink coffee at three o'clock in the afternoon just to stay awake. Yeah, Um, I think that Paul Verhoeven has moments of true genius. I agree. And I think that RoboCop is one of those. And I also think that to some extent, showgirls. Sure. Like, I think he is steps, steps. Tens of steps ahead of everybody else when he's making these films. And because he's not American, he makes films that are so American. Yeah. Like so grotesquely, disgustingly American. Yes. That Americans are like, that's gross. Right. And I'm like, that's us, y'all. Yeah,
1: which is actually why I love Starship Troopers. Yeah. Like, I think Starship Troopers is hilarious and horrifying and ridiculous and it's to me is it's supposed to be all of those things and it right. essentially is like americans are nazis like I, I
0: uh, well robocop i yes. mean it's like the violence in robocop is so over the top yeah. and so extreme and yet we're rooting for this robocop absolutely who is literally a robot it's a robot cop. cop,
1: and he's gonna blow limbs off of people. And He
0: blows limbs off of people indiscriminately, indiscriminately.
1: yeah. And when I saw ro- much of Robocop, we should say, shot right here in, in Dallas, Dallas, Texas. Texas. Um, when, when I saw Robocop when I was young, uh, it was at that point the most violent film I'd ever seen, yeah. And I, I to this day remember that, yeah. like just being, I mean, I was really young when Robocop came out. Just sort of being shocked by the level of violence. I was
0: a teenager and I was like in
1: shock. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I did go back and they they talk about Robocop on the films that the movies that made us. Mm -hmm. And even watching some of the clips, I was like, Holy shit, this is still so So over the top. It's over the
0: top. And you know, Showgirls, I think, is a a wonderful example of the way female sexuality and female objectification works mm-hmm. in this country.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's strange because he has, he does. I think he does have moments of true brilliance. And then at the same time, moments of absolute trash, like trashiness.
0: I think he's sick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, the fact that he's, he's very old. I think he's like 80 or something now. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm going to have these two nuns make out a lot. Right, exactly. Like there's something still exactly. very strange and about that's him.
0: so that's what's so weird and yucky and just like icky yeah. about the movie is that this movie centers uh, like we said on this n- 15th century nun. It's based on a true story, sure, the story yeah. of Benedetta Carlini, uh Italian woman who became a nun. Uh, And we'll get into the real story in a little bit, which makes more sense than than the movie. Than the movie, yeah. Um, And so she becomes a nun, and then she was put on trial eventually. Lots of shit happens, but the crux of this movie (laughs) is that she's put on trial because she has, one, sexy visions of Jesus. She
1: does indeed have sexy visions of Jesus.
0: Sexy Jesus visions. And... (laughs) She has a lesbian affair with a, another nun, Sister yes. Bartoloméa.
1: Yeah, who she and sort of rescues from she, a brutal in the movie father. In the movie, in yeah. the
0: movie, she rescues her from a brutal father. Yeah, um, and they had to have a reason. Like, yeah, they, they, she could, it couldn't be just because these two nuns liked, you know, were into each other, We're into each other. It right. had to be because they were abused or something
1: Yes, definitely. in the,
0: in the, the article one the Wikipedia article nice. that I read, uh, it says that they were tried for frottage.
1: Whoa. Yeah. So okay.
0: I'm, you know, I'm worldly. Sure. But even I had to go look up. I've, what never, frottage, heard, I've what, never
1: heard that word.
0: Uh, it's dry humping. Oh, But go to the Wikipedia article. They have pictures.
1: Every eighth grade.
0: They have (laughs) illustrations of all kinds of fraudage.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So she starts off. Okay. We meet her when she's very young, Mm -hmm. right? And like.
0: It's kind of a laugh a minute because uh, she's little. Uh She's young. She's a young girl and she's going on a trip with. Oh, she has wealthy parents. Yes. Landowning parents. Yes, and they come across these bandits, right? Yeah,
1: right from the top. Right, right? from the
0: top, yeah. and then she she says something to the bandits that's kind of like, um, I don't know. It it causes the bandits to go,
1: ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's so indignant.
1: Yes, this, we'll
0: leave this family this alone. Child, yeah,
1: and she like she sort of even I mean so from the even when she's little you get the idea that at least in her mind she can speak directly to either the virgin mary the virgin
0: it starts out with a virgin mary yeah. like at one point in the real benedetta's life she goes to the virgin mary and she says dear virgin mary i i reject my carnal mother and <laughs> you are now my mother.
1: Great. And
0: the statue of the Virgin Mary falls on her. Yes. In real life. And, you know, she decides that it's because the Virgin Mary wanted to kiss her. And so everybody was like, well, she's got to be right. Yes. It couldn't be that it was an unstable platform. Right. It wasn't
1: shoddy craftsmanship. It wasn't shoddy
0: craftsmanship. It was the Virgin Mary wanted to kiss her. Of course. So that's when they decide, oh, she's anointed.
1: Right. I this oh my gosh. So in the in the movie, she from a yes, from a little age from a little age. From a young age, <laughs> she feels like she can talk to the virgin, right? Right. She grows up in this I mean, they they essentially like she wants to be a nun. She
0: wants to be a nun, like from a very young age. And she is she like I said, she was like what we would call today homeschooled.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which
0: would at the time was was even shocking and controversial for a father to teach his daughter how to
1: read. Right. And so she's for the yeah, she is well for for the time a, a well-educated young woman. Uh-huh. She wants to be a nun. The nunnery wants her because she's got money. She's got money and so almost like um I mean they have a dowry. That, yeah, cuz they have that scene, right, where the the yeah. mother superior is like if you were Putting her, if you were selling, I mean, essentially sell, selling her in marriage. They are they are
0: selling, her, um, but, yeah. but they're like putting money down, yeah, so that she can go into this convent. It's important to say, I'm just going to say it, that I did a little research on it, and by research, I mean I read the Wikipedia article super <laughs> fast. But so the real Benedetta, when she went to this convent, it wasn't officially an official convent yet. Okay. It was a community of women who lived like nuns who were like, see ya men. We don't want to associate with men. We want to be self-sufficient. And we're going to do that by living together and making silk. Great. And they dressed like nuns. Uh, and then the community around them were like, they're nuns, I guess. <laughs>
1: Why not? Why not? You dress like a nun. <laughs> Do you dress
0: like a nun. You don't have sex. You're a you're nun. You're a nun, yeah. And I guess in order for them to be self-sufficient or in order for them to be able to survive, they had to ask, I mean, a, basically a dowry. Right. So if you wanted your daughter to live there, yeah, you had to bring 300, what's, what? I don't know what the, what the money is. Old-timey, old-timey money. Old-timey money. I believe money. is what it's called. Yeah.
1: So yeah, essentially it's like, well, if you... It, if you're going to be a bride of Christ, mm-hmm. then a dowry, you gotta bring a dowry. Yeah, you got to bring a dowry
0: because Christ is poor.
1: Y- yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, Christ is poor. He's
0: famous for it.
1: That's his whole jam. That's his whole persona. Poverty is what this dude is about,
0: right? So you you know you got to keep him.
1: Yeah, and so um, okay, movie movie time. <laughs> yeah, movie time. Sorry, she she we rapidly catch up with her later right. in in.
0: I just I find the real story more compelling. Of course. But go ahead.
1: So in the movie time, we catch up with her later in life. She's still young, but not She's a kid. She's young
0: and hot.
1: So hot. There are so many effortlessly hot nuns in this movie. They're
0: all French and Belgian. I mean, it's
1: just, yes. It's just like like he was he must have been Verhoven was like, Find me the most effortlessly hot French and Belgian ladies you can. Right.
0: Or, you know, maybe he said, Find me the ugliest French and Belgian lady. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of them were still effortlessly we're hot. hot <laughs> oh because my God,
1: these nuns are gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so she is effortlessly hot. She appears in a play because we are haunted by theater no right. matter where we go. It's true. So they're doing... Oh, that's right. Yeah, so they're doing this play. With
0: very high production value for a convent. Shockingly I mean, hot. I wish I had I was that. like,
1: is this where the dowry is going? <laughs> to the deus ex machina that you built? Um... So, I, like, uh, she- What's ha- the play about? I can't remember. Uh, one of the saints
0: or yeah, something. Yeah, but she gets, like, she gets flown in on a cloud. That's what I'm saying. In like, the this, 15th century.
1: This is, like, they have, they're really pushing the art yeah. form forward. But during it, she has, a, I mean, a sexy vision, right? Yeah. Like, her visions of Jesus- Oh, God. Are amazing. So,
0: there's one vision of Jesus- she has lots of visions, and we'll get into them. But one vision of Jesus, the first one, because they got to bring you in slowly. Yeah. And where she's just like, she's, she's walking down this hill or something. Yeah, yeah. And then you hear this, like, handsome voice behind her going, Benedetta, come to me, but in French. And she turns around, and she's like, I'm coming, Jesus. <laughs> she says, I'm coming, Jesus. Yes, yes. And then, you know, it cuts to super... Hot, of course, Caucasian Jesus. I mean. With a bunch of sheep. Yeah. Yes. And he's super fit. Like, he's real fit. Yeah, dude. dude and, come like, on. real cut. He's
1: been working he has out. He's been
0: working out. And his hair is so beautiful. It's like JVN's hair from Queer Eye. Like, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's true. That's yeah. what it reminds me yes. of. Like, he's been wearing that JVM curl cream. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's the first one. And it, like, she has that vision, right? Mm-hmm. And she has it in the middle of Vespers or something, right?
1: Yes, yes. Is this Machete Jesus? When does Machete... No, no, no. Je- okay, machete
0: <laughs> Jesus is also in the middle of Vespers, and it's when Sister Bartolomea basically sticks her thumb up her ass.
1: That's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't tell me you forgot about that no. scene. Okay, so like, she goes to the convent, and... Oh, God. Um, What's her name? Charlotte Rampling. Isn't Why is she in this movie? I Christine? don't know. She's Charlotte Rampling. <laughs> she
1: doesn't need to do this. She doesn't this. need to do this. No. She's
0: the abbess of the convent. Uh-huh.
1: And it's Charlotte fucking rampling. Yeah, I mean look, maybe she just wanted to hang out I don't know. in wherever they shot this thing. I would too, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah, totally.
0: Um so she's there and the mother superior, Charlotte Rampling, is like, Benedetta has problems, but she did pay $300, so we're just going to keep her, and I'm going to put up with it, right? Yeah, sure. So then like close to the time when she was brought to the convent, this girl, this like crazy, feral girl runs into uh-huh. the doors of the convent, and she's got crazy hair and no makeup, and she's still effortlessly, effortlessly hot. Effortlessly hot. And she's like, save me, save me, all of this in French. And there's a dirty guy running after her, and it's her dad. And he's like, you belong to me, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And she's like, no, save me. And so out of nowhere, Benedetta's like, you're going to come with me. My father will pay the dowry.
1: Yes, yes. And the
0: dad's like, what the hell? What the hell, bro? (laughs) What are you talking about? And they're
1: there to see the play. They're
0: there to see the play. (laughs) And that's, that's what's happening. is that It's like the after party of the play. Yeah. And they're about to leave. And then this girl comes running in. And Benedetta's all like, no, she's going to stay. We're going to protect her. And my dad will pay the dowry. And the yeah. dad's like, uh, all right. So 300 more, whatever, old-timey monies.
1: 300 old-timey monies. <laughs> right. Yes.
0: So she kind of becomes Benedetta's pet project. Yeah. And you come to find out that this girl basically was raped by everybody in her family. Yeah, and that's including why she her father. Running, including yeah. her father. That's why she was running away. Yeah. Um, and so they make her a nun. And then Benedetta starts having these visions. Uh-huh. And she gets like sick. So of course, they have to assign her someone. To take care to of take her. To take care of her. And guess who it is? Sister Bartolomea who has to sleep with her in her cell. Man. But there's one point when they're at Vespers. Oh my
1: God. And
0: Bartolomea is late and everybody's like, Where is Sister Bartolomea? She's a problem. (laughs) This is where
1: the musical number would come in.
0: Right. (laughs) How do you solve a problem like Bartolomea? (laughs) And this is how you solve a problem is that you just let her stick her thumb up your ass. That's
1: all she wants. That's
0: all she wants. (laughs) So she walks into the church. They're all singing. She gets up super close to Benedetta Uh and sticks her thumb up her ass. And at this point, Uh Benedetta has another
1: vision. It's bringing religious ecstasy. It's like really hitting that (laughs) literal sort of definition.
0: Well, you know, if you relax into it, they
1: say it's really (laughs) good. You will see Jesus. You will
0: see Jesus. I don't know. That's not my thing. And so. But I'm not against it.
1: In this. In in this
0: this (laughs) vision. In this vision,
1: uh-huh, tell uh-huh. us what happens. This is where she's surrounded by snakes. Yes, yes. Because and and of course, sc- symbolism. we Christian symbolism. We assume snakes are the devil. Uh huh. Even though that's also penises. Yeah, not the case in the Jewish no, Bible, but no, whatever. No, not at all. Just you make it your own. You make it your own. Mm-hmm. Christians just run with it.
0: Make it your own. Steal it. Steal Take it, and it. then
1: yeah, adapt. Uh, yeah. So anyway, she sees snakes. Oh my god, these snakes so are going to get her like yeah. a thumb in the ass. <laughs> And then <laughs> sexy as hell. Holy shit. Super cut, long hair. Jesus comes in and he has a fucking machete. So, yeah, he has a, <laughs> machete a, sword. Or a sword or machete. Yeah. It
0: doesn't make a difference. <laughs> and these snakes are surrounding Benedetta and they're crawling up her legs. And and he like chops all the snakes heads off. Yeah. She's in love with Jesus.
1: She's in. Yes. She wants to be his wife.
0: She has like sexual visions. Uh huh. Of Jesus. Of Jesus, sure. Yeah. And so he saves her.
1: With his sword.
0: <laughs> with his sword. Hmm. Yeah. And then she wakes up. She wakes up and, and like all the nuns are surrounding her. We're saying, we're telling you the story out of order because, quite frankly, again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
1: Like so many of the it, movies nah, we watch. It
0: doesn't matter. And that's when everybody's like, oh, she has visions. Yes. And she's like, I saw Jesus and he, he, Killed the snakes.
1: Yes. Yeah. And because of these visions, she then... Everybody thinks she's awesome. Yeah. And she ends up replacing Charlotte Rampling. Right.
0: But the, but there's another nun, Christina. Yes. There's And I don't know why Christina is jealous of Benedetta. Or like she sees through Benedetta. Yes. She's like, this bitch, there's something shady going on here.
1: Yeah. Um. She's making the shit up, basically. She's making the shit up. <coughs> yeah.
0: And she calls her out in the middle of like lunchtime or something. They're yes. all in the kitchen eating. And Christina's like, sister Benedetta is lying. Right. And Benedetta's like, Jesus is going to kill you. Yeah. Or like something like that. And then, and then they make her abbess.
1: Yeah, it's very strange and uh, I don't quite get it.
0: Like she replaced, she's only 22 or (laughs) something. Yeah, she has
1: no business running a convent. She
0: has no business She has no business.
1: business. Uh, And then so, but then Charlotte Rampling stays on.
0: Yeah, because she's like, don't worry about it. This is what God wants.
1: And so she's still a nun, but she's not. The abbess anymore. The abbess anymore. And it's like,
0: I guess it's supposed to be like Charlotte Rampling's. I think it's supposed to be like she's a true nun or something yes. because she's like, it doesn't matter if I'm abbess or not. Right. It's what.
1: I'm here to serve God. I'm here to and serve whatnot. God.
0: Oh, we forgot. <clears throat> so when she comes to the convent, she brings her some of her possessions, yes. which they, you're not supposed to have. You're supposed right. to, they take them away. One of her possessions is a wooden.
1: Oh my God. Virgin
0: Mary statue.
1: How did, how did we forget this? That
0: her mother gives her. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're not supposed to have this. Right. So we're going to put it away in this drawer. But Bartolomea finds it.
1: Boy, does she. Boy.
0: Um, and so after after they make her abbess.
1: Uh-huh. She gets like a pretty swank room as far as nuns go. Right. You know. And she
0: has to trade rooms yeah. with Charlotte Rampley. Yeah.
1: And so instead of being in a tiny cell, she's in a room with like doors that lock.
0: And a canopy bed. a canopy bed. Yeah. It's, like big. it's a perk. And Bartolomea still has to sit with her because of her visions or something sure. like that. But Bartolomea gets a hold of the not of the Virgin Mary statue. She does. What does she do, Michael?
1: Well, <laughs> she carves a dildo out of it, Christy. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to think of a clever way to say it, but that's it. No, that's it. that's it. That's what fucking I happens. I don't
0: know if there's anything cleverer. <laughs> yeah, like this sentence: she carved a dildo out of a Virgin yeah. Mary statue. I don't, you know, you can't, you can't make that shit up. No,
1: and or you can. And I, I think guess. at this, I think at this point, even post thumb, <laughs> I think one of us, maybe all four of us, you Aspen, me, or John, was like. D- does he just want to make softcore porn? Like I, think I don't he does. that's what I don't understand because even if you go even if you go back to showgirls, right? Which we all enjoy. I love it. I mean, when I met Asp like when Aspen and I started dating, which was like, I mean, 17 years mm-hmm. ago. I think we've been together for 17 years. She had the box set of Showgirls and I remember being like, "Well, this is the one. I mean, this <laughs> this is the one. Like I will marry this girl." <laughs> So as much as we all love it, there are also scenes in it where you're like, but does he just want to oh make porn? Like, yeah. what is I think he doing? He, I think
0: he does. I mean, I don't know if at this point you go like, oh, Europeans. Yeah. Like, they have a different attitude they, towards and, sex and than they, we they do. Truly they truly do. They truly do. But,
1: but uh, this seems like a, a this step. This seems like a step further than right, that. Right, like not every European director is going like, yeah. and then she will uh, carve a dildo out of the Virgin Mary <laughs> and uh, like that's not a thing. N- no. That's how all Europeans sound, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> how they all sound.
0: And so they, there is a sex scene, a very yes, graphic, graphic sex scene graphic. where Bartolomea basically brings Benedetta to climax yeah. with her mother's
1: Virgin Mary Statue Statue. that she had as a child. She had as it's. uh, And again, this is like I'm not a prude. No, and I know we always end up saying I'm not a prude, and people are probably like, I don't know. They kind (laughs) of sound. (laughs) They kind of sound like prudes. But look, there is a human component to this, right? (laughs) Because you and I, and most people, but especially you and I, who are actors, (laughs) there is a moment where you're like, but they had to do that. Like they they had had to do that. I mean, not obviously for real. But like, maybe. they still had to act it out. I know. And I'm like, like what what's is going through their mind? Yes, what is going through their mind when there are, there's like, at the very least, a cinematographer and a director and several, I mean, there always have to be at least a few crew people on yeah, hand. Yeah, man. Even if you have a limited closed and set.
0: I, I super doubt there was like an intimacy choreographer <laughs> oh, God, on no. this set. No. It was home, just him going like, like, and then you take
1: the statue <laughs> yes,
0: and put it between her legs.
1: Um, so plot wise,
0: yeah, where are we? I have no
1: idea. Well, because Charlotte Rampling was Mother Superior mm-hmm. or the Abbess, she she knows there is there's a hole in the wall, right, in which you can spy on that room, right? That she had covered up with a a picture or something. I
0: imagine that she was using the hole to spy in the other the direction. other direction. Yeah,
1: right. Correct. So. She sees yeah. this.
0: She manages to uncover the hole before she moves out of her swank room. Yeah. So that she can spy on them. She sees this and she knows what. Oh, it's also important to mention that the outside world is. Experiencing la peste,
1: yeah, la peste.
0: So there is, which is
1: Verhoeven being like, I'm going to take COVID off. Yeah, watch me do it, motherfuckers. Yeah.
0: So there is a a a a a a disease, a deadly. Yeah, like the plague. Like the plague is is, you know engulfing all of Europe. Yeah. And and that's I think that's the whole point, if I remember correctly, is that Benedetta's like I am the chosen one and I will keep Pescia. (laughs) Yes. I think it's the name of the village. Clean.
1: Clean, yeah. And so that, and they, and those who and believe, believe her, her yeah. because she's married to Jesus or whatever um, side with her. And then, then like the, a bishop or a cardinal gets involved. Right. And
0: it's like, I'm not, I'm, I was never sure who I was supposed to root yeah. for because like this bishop, cardinal, Sometimes was on Benedetta's side, yeah.
1: sometimes was not. I don't know. And then, but then she does go on trial. They yeah. both go on trial, which in the time means they just get fucking tortured, mm-hmm. which of course, mm-hmm. in the hands of Verhoven, Oh
0: my God. Like, it becomes
1: porn. It uh, becomes porn, sure. Um, I mean, you start from these are two of the most stunning women I've ever seen. Yeah. To let's, let's abuse, th- abuse them. them. Yeah. Which is
0: fucking weird, it's man. It's so weird it's so weird. It's not as, it's not as like, you know, Von Trier is famous for destroying the women that he can't fuck on film. Right. He casts women that he wants to fuck can't. And so he puts them through hell and and, and obliterates them on film. Um, Verhoeven doesn't do no, that. No, this is more
1: like I'm watching soft uh, core yeah, pornography. I'm having
0: fun. Yeah. yeah. As These opposed, are my dolls.
1: As opposed to Von Trier where you're yeah. like, I need to bathe and never look at anything right. again.
0: It's like if you had Alfred Hitchcock on one end and Von Trier on the other, Verhoeven is like <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in the <laughs> middle.
1: Does that make sense? Perfect sense. Yeah, yeah that makes perfect sense. Um, so... The trial happens, uh the cardinal gets the plague, right?
0: Yeah. Um, yes, that's right. He does. He does. But
1: she somehow manages to keep, I don't know, man. I have no
0: idea. I just want to talk about the other vision. The oh, other, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. other Jesus. Okay, because there's a few other visions. We'll get back to the plot. If I'll, I'll look it up on yeah, my phone. Maybe. Man, maybe it doesn't matter. She
1: leaves and comes back. Whatever. Yeah. Who gives a shit?
0: <laughs> she has this other sexy Jesus vision. Okay, so here's the thing. She starts having, like we've already mentioned, she starts having lesbian sex with Sister Bartolomea. She enjoys it. Yes. Right? And it's like, it's important to say that Benedetta's like, I think she's really trying to be good. Like she's really trying to like not have sex and not have
1: trying to live that nun life. Trying to
0: live that nun life. <laughs> yeah. But she has urges, Michael.
1: Of course she does.
0: Because we all have urges. Yeah,
1: even nuns.
0: Even nuns. And so Bartolomea starts like tempting her to the dark side. Uh-huh. And, and she experiences that orgasm that one time. And then she's like, I want more. Yes. But she feels guilty about it. Of course. She is Catholic. She is Catholic. And uh-huh. she wants to, she's having these visions where Jesus says, you are my bride. Like, you're going to marry right. me. And so she does not want to be gay. Right. She did, First, she didn't want to have sex, but she especially doesn't want to have gay sex. Right. So it seems to me that her visions are focused on straight sex.
1: Right. With with Jesus. G- with, with Jesus, Jesus. which yeah. is uh,
0: apparently in in Catholicism, straight sex with Jesus is, is okay. Is okay. And but perfectly good gay sex is is, not. is a sin. Yeah. Like and honestly, gay as- sex with someone who actually
1: exists. <laughs> right. Is not, is evil, but imaginary sex with Jesus is, I mean, look, and as absurd as <laughs> this better. is, this conversation is absurd. Like, you know, we have like, you know, St. Bernadette and like the idea of religious of ecstasy, ecstasy is, yeah. is, is very real. It's very real. And I think, goes, I think
0: that's what they were doing.
1: Yeah. Even goes beyond like. Before Christ obviously before Christianity. Absolutely. Like if you beheld Zeus in his true form. Right. Or whatever, you know? Right. Um, I mean, if, if you were like or, sitting
0: by a stream and a swan came up to you. It could impregnate. You. It could impregnate. And then you're like, you. but it
1: was a god. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um. So that is I guess part of it, but like, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> I don't like I don't know. I don't know. I
0: mean, we're not experts on religious ecstasy. <laughs> no. But I mean, I feel like people I mean, when you have strong feelings about something, right? And yeah. you're like letting yourself get excited by sure. it. Sure,
1: yeah. Of
0: course. Anyway, she wants to marry Jesus. Yeah. She gets hot with Jesus. Uh-huh. And so she's having sex with, with Bartolomeu, and she doesn't want to be having sex. She's trying to convince herself that she's straight
1: for Jesus. Yeah, and so she sort of goes the other way, right? She goes right? the other way. She gets and really s- abusive towards Bartolomeu. Yeah. yeah, and
0: she has this vision where she's like, I don't like gay sex. I don't like gay sex and jesus is on the cross and it's fucking movie and he's like Bartolomeo no benedetta uh-huh come to me and she's like okay and he's like get closer <laughs> and she's like okay and he's like remove everything that is between us yes i thought in the moment That remove everything that is between us was metaphorical.
1: There are no metaphors in this movie. No, Michael, it was literal. (laughs) It was absolutely literal. And
0: so she reaches and takes off his loincloth. He is on the cross. Yeah, man. Crucified.
1: Uh (laughs) And she, I thought she was going to give Jesus a beager. That's... Absolutely, what we are set up to believe because is going to happen. She
0: is at that level. Like yes. he places her at yes. eye level with his. This is purposeful on Verhoeven's okay. part. All right, because I was going like, is it just me? No, no. And so she removes his. She removes his loincloth. Yeah. And I think it's her desire that she's going to see Jesus's pain. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> But then it cuts to Jesus's crotch, and he's pulling a buffalo bill. It's so it's so oh, weird. And so to me, and then it sh- cuts to her, and she's in shock. And I think it's it's her own mind going like, "Nah, girl, you like vagina." Yeah,
1: yes, clearly you do. We've seen it in action,
0: right? And so then he says, "Touch my wounds or oh something my, like yes. that." And oh, it's so gross.
1: And then eventually... Oh, my God. She gets... They're going to stone her to death or something, and she escapes because the pest breaks out. (laughs) I don't... But then there's a comet. That's... Oh, my God. That's right. The fucking comet. She
0: says, the comet is a sign that you're supposed to believe me.
1: That's right. Right. And that honestly seems like something that would work back then. Right? (laughs) Like, the fucking...
0: I would try it. Yeah. Like... That's Look, this is a sign. It's
1: something like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I'm the it must, first one that yeah. spotted
0: the comet. I call I it. I call
1: it. Yeah. Comet's mine.
0: Comet's mine. Um,
1: yeah. All this to say she fi- she escapes. Because like, at the end, it looks like they're both going to be killed, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They escape. But then in the end, she chooses to go back yeah, she, to take care of the town. Right. To take care of the
0: town. And then they burn her. Do they burn her? I don't think
1: we know what happens. Oh, okay. I think they try to burn her. They try to burn her. Comment: all hell breaks loose or whatever. She escapes. uh, Bartolomea like pulls her to a cave. Right. Sure. Um, And you're like, great, they escaped. They can go anywhere. Oh,
0: that's right. That's right. But Benedetta's
1: like, we must return to the town. All
0: hell breaks loose. So in the meantime, (laughs) so this rewind, let's go back to when the abbess went to the other town to talk when Charlotte Rampling went to the other town to talk to the bishop right yes so she goes to the other town and the bishop's like I have to go see for myself or something and then he's in his fancy bishop carriage right because they had a shit ton of money they still (laughs) do they still do (laughs) And there are people all around them
1: dying. Dying. On the street.
0: On the street. And this man kind of climbs in through the window and he's like, please bless me. Please bless me. And he's like, you have to go to your local priest to bless you. Get away. And the guy goes, I am the local priest. And then Oof. he falls dead. That's and it's tough. like shit. So now he's been exposed to the Pest. To the Pest. Yes. <laughs> the pest. yes. <laughs> that sounds like a good 80s name. Yeah. Anyway, so... When he gets to the town, to, to the little town where Benedetta lives, now he has the plague. Yes. And he ends up dying. And then the comet's coming and all hell breaks loose and Bartolomea and Benedetta escape. Right. And they run down the mountain. Uh-huh. And they, are they naked? Uh. They have sex in a barn? I
1: don't, that probably happened. I really don't even remember and at then this point. And they're kind
0: of naked. They get up in the morning and Bartolomea's like, listen. We can like totally pull in Abigail Williams and let's go to Boston or something. Yeah, like, we're free. We're free. Let's yeah. leave. And Benedetta's like, no, I have to go back.
1: Yeah, to, to I guess to save the town. Which then we're like, oh, it, I again. I was like, is this supposed to mean she? She was a a good nun all along. I don't along? think she was a good nun. No. I don't think she's evil, but I don't think she, she's, she's not cut out for nun work. No, I don't you know? think so.
0: Not, this is not like the nuns that I knew in my right, childhood.
1: Correct. Correct. <laughs> um, so all of that to say, we went in thinking we were maybe watching some sort of haunted nun movie. It was not that. No, it is. I I don't even know. Oh, remember? What genre it is. Oh, me
0: neither. But remember the other vision, the one where like, she's already abbess. And then she has a vision of the bandits when she was a little girl. Yes. And this is where it get uh it gets real rapey.
1: Yes, totally. And I,
0: it was like, oh, why do we have to go there? Yeah. And so she has this vision, but it's beca- like again, she's like experiencing this ecstasy. And she just has visions of sex all the time. Yeah. And sometimes it's violent and sometimes it's weird. Yeah. And so she has this vision where she is who she is now, but those bandits of yore, yeah. come after her, and they're about to like gang rape her, sure. basically, yeah. And then Jesus shows up on horseback. That's right, horseback Jesus.
1: Horseback Jesus. I've
0: never seen Jesus on horseback. No,
1: but it's pretty metal. It I mean, was yeah. pretty
0: metal. And like again, he's super fit. <laughs> yeah, and he has a machete. Yes, and he kills all the bandits. Right,
1: yes. like
0: I've never. I never saw that before.
1: No. And at, at the end of the day, I still don't know what this movie is
0: about. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> like, I had a friend, he passed away recently, and he went to Catholic school his whole young life, and he used to get in trouble with the nuns because he was a really good artist. And
1: he would draw Jesus? And he would
0: draw Jesus as an action Sure. Hero. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's what they lead you to believe. Yes. And so he would draw Jesus with like swords and like super muscly, whatever. Yeah. And like climbing off his cross and killing the the centurions and whatever. And the nuns were like, no, no, that's bad. Right. And it totally reminded me of, like of this that. movie reminded me of that. And I was like, I wonder if Verhoven is, was he brought up Catholic?
1: I, Do you know? I don't know, but I'm going to assume yes. Uh, like, I, I, I honestly don't know. But I mean, there is, that makes total sense to me. Uh-huh. Especially if you're a little, if you're a little boy, <clears throat> I, I don't know, maybe, maybe it doesn't matter if, what your gender is. But I was like, I don't know that as a little boy, a, like a pacifist hero made any fucking sense to me. Right. Like, I assume your friend grew up in the '70s or '80s. Yeah,
0: he's our my age. Yeah, Yeah. and
1: so like for us, like the idea of like this is a your hero is a fucking action hero, right? And so I that makes perfect sense. It makes
0: it makes sense to me too. And it's like okay, so in the way in the way that Midnight Mass, (laughs) I'm not going to compare this movie to Midnight (laughs) Mass, but but like in the way that Midnight Mass Brought up so many Catholic triggers sure. for me that made sense, uh-huh. right? Where yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, man, Mike Flanagan knows exactly what it yeah, is to grow because this up. guy
1: clearly went through so much of the same stuff. Right. Yeah. V-
0: verhoeven's not exactly the same way no but it makes me wonder if he was brought up catholic because of this of certain
1: things yeah certain things and like look as far as he goes and is uncalled for as i don't know 90 percent of this film is (laughs) he's also not the first person to fetishize nuns oh no i mean like that all that's also a thing yeah absolutely um and it's forbidden. Yeah, of course, right? And it's pure and all of those fucked up things about us psychologically. But, like, it's just the the execution of this movie is fucking insane. It's so crazy.
0: And also, I mean, it's like, n- for those of you that don't know, I can't imagine that, um, well, maybe there are, I don't know. I mean, as a nun, you literally have a wedding ceremony. yeah, To become a nun. I mean, and you wear a ring yeah, where you
1: are married to Jesus, yeah, you're a bride of Christ. I mean, I think, I'm um, man, we're a bride of Dracula. Yes, yeah. I mean that's where that comes from, right? right? Like that's the idea behind it. Mm-hmm. It's sort of the the dark mirror or whatever right. of, of 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 being a nun. Um, so yeah, there's all these things that like kind of make sense, and then there's just so much shit where you're like, what are you doing? Which yeah, which and why? Why? Also, you spent a lot of money on this, right? Um, and it can't just be that he's European. Like that cannot be the only answer. It can't.
0: No. And it's not (laughs) like he's making fun of America. Like, is he making fun of Catholicism? I mean, what is, what is he doing? I don't don't know. know. It's really beautifully shot. Sure. I mean, he's, it looks gorgeous. Yeah.
1: Again, like at regardless of what he's making, he's still, he has skill as a, as a filmmaker.
0: And he's got Charlotte Rampling in it. Yes. Him.
1: And honestly, we, we sort of joke, not really joked, I mean, these women are stunning, the mm-hmm. sort of effortlessly beautiful French and Belgian women. They're also talented. Yeah,
0: they're super talented. Like, th-
1: it's not that he didn't, it's not that he got a bunch of people who had no idea what they're doing. No. Um, and his- No,
0: and the woman who plays Benedetta, she was in his last movie, the L. Okay, yeah, which was his like last hit. I think like after showgirls and the 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 ridicule and the just the the shit that showgirls got, yes. he kind of left America, yeah,
1: and I again, that even makes sense. I mean, you' going back and watching the Robocop thing, which was years years before showgirls, they don't interview him because I think he probably wanted nothing to do with it, but people even talk about who worked with him on set, and they're like, look, he had a very clear idea of what he was doing. Mm-hmm if you didn't like it or you didn't support it, he just assumed you were, you didn't fucking get it. Right. And so I'm sure his response to showgirls or whatever was like, well, these people are fucking idiots and they don't know what I was trying to do.
0: I'm sure we're all like, we're super provincial to him. Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: But even so.
1: Yeah. No, I mean,
0: this movie's nuts.
1: Dude, this movie is fucking nuts. It is like you said at the beginning, grotesque, we're only talking about it because we kind of thought it might be a horror movie, right? And we haven't gotten to see a lot lately. Also, it's hilarious to talk about, but I, I got, I, I honestly don't even know what genre it is. I was like, is it soft core? Like, I don't know what it yeah. is. Um And then at the same time, I'm sure there's people who are way into it. I know it's. I, I imagine that it's the kind. I mean, it's
0: the French. <laughs> So the the French are watching this, going like, "Oh, this is
1: wonderful! (laughs) (laughs) What amazing art!" And like, I, you know, there's even the like just mundane part of me where I was like, "It's pretty cool that he speaks. He must speak four or five languages." Yeah, Verhoeven. Sure, Um, I'm sure. Which I'm like, that's cool. And then he wrote this in French, and I'm sure had because he has an American co writer. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that was probably the American co writer was like, "You have to make." um you know we got to figure out how this shit <laughs> works in you know english or whatever right. or or i don't even know why he has an american co-writer to I be don't honest. know. um or he was like i'm going to write part in english i don't fucking know whatever
0: i don't know i, I don't think know he's the, man. the
1: man behind it is what i'm saying right, right, i think right. he is i think this is verhoven's vision Right. Crazy Um,
0: fever, ecstasy dream
1: of an old man. Like it's just, it's just fucking insane.
0: It's crazy. (laughs) It is really nuts. And I, I, I'm, you know, I, like I said, I I wanted to know because it is inspired by a true story. Mm -hmm. And so I read a little bit about the real Benedetta Carlini and the, the real story mentions the lesbian relationship, but it's not the whole Wait,
1: there's more to it th- than that there's more
0: to it it's i it's a land grab land grab it's <coughs> always a land I'm grab i'm convinced it's a land grab yeah and he just kind of like i kind of wish we could see
1: the actual sure i'm sure it'd be way more interesting it'd
0: be super interesting. i mean it's like the 15th century that for many years it wasn't it's not we don't have to go all the way back then but it's like in history and around that time the only way that women could be heard, like literally heard, was if they were like, I had a vision from Jesus. Yeah,
1: someone then someone will listen to you. And someone
0: will listen to you because you're like, Jesus, talk to me, or the Virgin Mary, talk to me, or whatever. I mean, most women, women that were smart and had money and wanted to be independent, usually went into an to to become a nun. Yes,
1: because you could still study and read and... And
0: and retain your money.
1: Yeah, I mean, even like... Yeah, like once theater sort of disappeared from the West for a while after mm-hmm. the fall of Rome and whatnot, um, I mean, the one of the first people to bring it back was, you know, a German nun and right.
0: like, So yeah. like there's a famous Mexican nun, Sor Juana Inés de la Cruz from 16th, 17th, no, 5th, 16th century. And she was from Spanish nobility, born in Mexico, very rich and she decided early that she did not want to get married because she was going to have to give up everything she, right she was a scientist and a mathematician and so and a playwright like she's one of the ones that brought theater back
1: right and so the nunnery was the option yeah that to me would be like a way more interesting story than absolutely let's figure out different ways to get these two hot girls to make out on film exactly um so yeah and i we're just not
0: there yet Hmm. No,
1: I just, it's, it's, yeah, it's so, it's, it's just so bizarre. And, uh, I mean, I am glad we saw it because it is like, occasionally I like to be reminded that, like, oh man, there's some really fucking weird shit getting made. Yeah. It's
0: so, like, and, and it was a laugh. I mean, we, yeah. ha- I mean, we were sitting there going, like, what the fuck yeah. is happening? Yes. And it is definitely not, even though you have to read subtitles, it is definitely not a movie where you have to pay no a lot of attention. No. You're not going to get what's happening. No, it I doesn't mean, it's matter. Like, it goes back and forth and you never really know who you're supposed to be rooting
1: yeah. for. And, and, and you know, while we are talking about this, I would not call it a horror movie. Not at I all. I was horrified at times. Yeah. But not because of he was trying to scare me. Uh, right. Um, yeah. So Benedetta.
0: Benedetta.
1: Um, uh, that's you know, other stuff I we watched together too uh Nightmare Alley, which was Del Toro's latest.
0: Yeah, what'd you think?
1: I have mixed feelings I do too. about it. I don't
0: know if we're gonna have another episode dedicated yeah, we could to do it. it. Yeah, we'll do it.
1: Um I have I have mixed feelings. I I do as well. on uh, yeah, we could talk about it then. I I uh this is, a, I don't know, this is a conversation for another time. I would like him to um, make movies in Spanish again. Yeah, me too. Because they're far superior to I his want, movies yeah. in English.
0: I want him to go back.
1: Yeah. To, Not saying he can't do both. No, no. He can do whatever he wants. He's w- Guillermo del Toro.
0: I want him to go back to his Kronos days. Yeah. I know that's a long ways, but. No,
1: and and, and Pan's, Labyrinth, Pan's and, Labyrinth and Devil's Backbone. Like I don't think his English movies, even the ones that are highly lauded, uh-huh. uh, like Shape of Water or whatever, I don't think they touch his Spanish movies. No. Um, Anyway, but yeah, other than that, you, we also saw,
0: um, what's that show?
1: Archive 81. Archive
0: 81.
1: So we have things lined up. I mean, we're also about like, I'm about to leave town. Finally, fuck, I leave town next week. And right, then and you, then I
0: leave town.
1: In April, right? In April. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, you know, we'll And try. by town, we mean the country. The country. We're getting out.
0: I'm getting the Yeah. out.
1: Will we come back? Who knows? Who
0: knows? But I did, I did, was doing some research on, I'm going to London and I'm going to Spain. Hell Yeah. And I did some research of the area where we'll be staying. Um, it's Shoreditch. It's a it's a popular, and there's a lot of uh, uh, like street markets and stuff like that. And I was like on Google Maps, just kind of like uh, uh, researching and investigating. And, and they have, you know, the, the pictures uh-huh. live of what's happening in the markets. And there was a market in Shoreditch in London that has... Mexican food stand
1: oh hell yeah so you gotta go see what it's all about. I gotta
0: go see if they've got tacos right and then I'll report back and I can write off my trip
1: yeah definitely that's research
0: it is research
1: absolutely um yeah yeah, that's cool and uh I mean I've you know I'm always having tacos but yeah that would be great to see what what England is bringing to the taco game
0: apparently there's there's a mexican community in in, I would, in
1: england i would assume i mean it's a you know yeah london's a huge town, it's a huge <laughs> I, town. I would assume i just
0: never like i never thought about it but I, it makes sense and the other day i came across an instagram account that is like mexican expats in in, in london in, yeah.
1: yeah i i mean i would assume in in every major city there's yeah, a there's all kinds
0: of people. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, um,
0: that sounds terrible coming from me, but I was just like, you just no, never well, think about you it. Don't
1: think, and also like, even in the States. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> Mexicans are everywhere. Oh y'all. my gosh. But I mean, you know, we live in a place that is so heavily populated that when you go somewhere else, you just sort of think like, Oh, they don't even, They're they there. don't have a real commute, but of yeah. course they do. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to Jamaica. I'll, I, yes. I'll eat tacos or just eat meat pies and, yeah. And report back about that. Um, but yeah, we have some things lined up. I, you know, you and I obviously did miss recording. I always miss recording. I
0: always miss recording. But
1: it's, it's not, it's not, a, it's nothing against the people. It's We've,
0: nothing against the people. It's nothing against recording. It's all we want to do, but it's, we also
1: have <laughs> rent to pay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, that said... I don't know, man. Maybe watch Benedict. I don't know. I can't, in good faith, I can't make people go watch this movie. I
0: cannot say go watch it. You have to go see it. It is a must see. No. I will say that if you want to see a train wreck (laughs) about lesbian nuns.
1: This is the one. (laughs) I mean,
0: if you want to see what a Virgin Mary statue looks like as a dildo, for sure. (laughs)
1: Yep, this is your movie. Go
0: watch Benedetta. (laughs) And with that, we'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.